Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Game week, baby. What's going on, DMV? You know who it is. Youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham. Here with you live and local on the Team 980 and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. Ride with me. For the next three hours, I'll take you up to 3 o'clock before I hand things off to the newlywed. Craig Hoffman back in studio after tying the knot in Scotland. Congratulations to my guy. Happy for him. But more importantly, it is the debut of Burgundy and Gold today. The latest and best coverage of the Washington Commanders here in town. And it's also game week here in our nation's capital. We're just five days out from the season opener. The inaugural regular season game for your Washington Commanders. They'll roll out the welcome mat for Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars. 1 p.m. kickoff from FedEx Field. And we'll get you ready for the opener all week long here on the Team 980. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to rock. I hope you all are as well. Before we go any further, you all know how I get down. It's the People Show. Tap it with me all show long. I'm with you till 3. You can get with me one of two ways. Team 980 listener lines wide open. 301-230-0980. And if you think you're too good to call in, don't worry. I got you covered. Twitter and Instagram. You can tap in with me there as well. N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Like I said, we got a jam-packed show for you all. So if you're getting lunch right now, hurry up and get back in the damn seat. If you're in the office, if you're in your little cubicle, turn the volume up all the way because everybody, and I mean everybody, needs to be tuned in for what we got planned for you all this afternoon. Join the show at 1 o'clock. One of the best in the biz, ESPN NFL insider, Sal Palantonio set to hop on with us. We'll discuss the man he covered in Philadelphia very closely. The new QB1 here in D.C., Carson Wentz. Sal had the chance to do an exclusive one-on-one sit-down with Carson just last week. We'll let you hear some of that sit-down at the bottom of the hour before Sal hops on with us. That's at 1 o'clock. At 2 o'clock, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. We'll go behind enemy lines and scout the opponent, Demetrius Harvey, 
Jags beat reporter for Jacksonville.com is set to join us. He'll give us the latest on the Jaguars as they get ready for their week one battle against the Commanders. So like I said, a monster size show for you all. And how else would you want to kick off your game week here in our nation's capital? I'm fired up. I'm ready to rock. It's finally hit me, man. It is go time. We have been starved for eight long months without regular season football. And as we sit here, five days out from the opener, bullets are flying for real this Sunday at FedEx. Come one o'clock. Everything is for real. And look, as we sit here five days out from the season opener, I'm really starting to lock in and focus on what I think is going to be a potential realistic outcome for the Washington Commanders this season. I say it all the time to anyone who will listen. I'm a fan just like you all are. I bleed burgundy and gold just like you. But I'll be 100% honest with you. I don't know what the hell to expect come Sunday at 1 o'clock. I do know this. The Jacksonville Jaguars don't care that this is our first game as the Washington Commanders. The Jags don't care that the Commanders have a new signal caller in Carson Wentz. The Jags don't care that Washington has key guys dealing with injury. It's trench warfare come Sunday. All bets are off. All the predictions are out the window. Ball them up. Throw them away. It doesn't matter come Sunday at 1 o'clock because, see, the mistake that everyone in this town has made, fans, media, mommies, daddies, the mistake that we've all made is thinking Jacksonville is going to come in here and lay down. It is going to be a dogfight come Sunday at 1 o'clock at FedEx Field. What we do have going for us, though, we do have some things going for us, despite what you hear here on the airwaves. It's not all negative on the front of the Washington Commanders. What we do have going for us, though, is these guys are hungry. The guys in that Washington locker room are starving, starving for a W. The folks within the organization are salivating at the opportunity to just go out and play ball. Guys have a chip on their shoulder, and whether or not you want to believe it or not, the guys in that organization, the folks in that commander's locker room, they hear the noise seven days out of the week and twice on Sundays. They hear us talking about how frustrated we are that we didn't see any changes to the personnel defensively after ranking 31st in the National Football League on third down a season ago. Antonio Gibson hears the noise. He hears folks in the media writing him off after his preseason performance, putting the ball on the carpet. He hears it loud and clear. Montez Sweat hears us talking about how bad we want him to have a breakout season. They know it. And trust me, they are listening. And that leads me to the new QB1 here in town, Carson Wentz. He is well aware of the stench and odor surrounding his name this offseason. And he also knows folks are counting down the days until his unraveling. They're hip. But now the time is here. You got to show me. These guys are chomping at the bit to go out and prove folks wrong. And quite frankly, so am I. I root for this team. I say it all the time. I root for this team just like you all do. But for me, man, I can't make any season-long declarations about this group. I'm done making a fool out of myself trying to predict what's going to happen with this group. If you all have been tapping in with me, you know the numbers. You know the numbers. Since 2005, the Washington Commanders have the sixth worst record in the National Football League. They have the longest postseason drought without a W in the National Football League. And right now, 
as we sit here five days out from the opener, I'm trying to get a gauge on exactly what this team has to offer for us in 2022. I'm eager just like you all are. I got questions. I got major questions that need major answering. And right now, as we sit five days out, you start to wonder, like, is this going to be another year of dysfunction? Is this going to be another year of us being disappointed? You all understand the expectations that this group has going into this season. Ron Rivera heading into his third season at the helm. That's one storyline for you. And everything that he has said all offseason long is that he expects this group to take a significant step forward in year three with him at the helm. Referencing what happened in Carolina, this is Washington. It's a different set of expectations. There is a hope and a belief internally there in Ashburn that this is going to be the year this group gets it done. We thought this last year, though. You all are very well aware of the narrative and storylines that have been following this team all offseason long. As we sat here on September the 6th, a year ago, we thought, well, damn, maybe the Washington Commanders are going to be sneaky NFC contenders. Maybe the Washington Commanders are going to get over the hump. But we all know how last season played out. Got hit by the injury bug. Starting in week one, Ryan Fitzpatrick goes down. You hand the keys to Taylor Heineke. He rides it all the way to a 7-10 finish. And Washington needed to make some upgrades on both the defensive side of the ball and at the most important position in the game, the quarterback position. And they did that. Going out and acquiring Carson Wentz, you give up draft capital, you inherit that $28 million salary. You do all of that, though, to be ready come September 11th. You do all that to guarantee this team is going to be able to get over the hump starting September 11th. Because as I mentioned earlier, it's real on Sunday. All your predictions, all of your expectations, all the armchair GMs, you finally get some game tape to evaluate. And I'm at the point right now, five days out from week one, I don't care about what anybody has to say in regards to the Washington Commanders. I don't care what the pundits nationally have to say about the Washington Commanders. For me, man, I need to see it. I've done this same song and dance over and over and over and over again with this group. At some point, at some point, you got to show me. And we all know the National Football League stands for not for long. This is a results-driven business. And whether we want to talk about it or not, whether we want to say it publicly or not, I've been beating this drum all off-season long. It is put up or shut up for Ron Rivera and his staff, straight up. And I don't mean to put it so harshly. I don't mean to put it so bluntly. It is put up or shut up time for Ron Rivera and the Washington Commanders. We all know the record during his nine years in Carolina, finishing under 500, six out of nine seasons in Carolina. And then Washington, we come in and we give Ron Rivera complete autonomy and control. And listening to all the pundits nationally, Ron Rivera was exactly what the doctor ordered for this organization. Ron Rivera is exactly what the doctor ordered to help this team get over the hump. 
Ron Rivera is exactly what the doctor ordered to get this team out of the dysfunction that they've been littered in the past 20-plus years. And as a fan, and I always say this, I preface everything I say by saying I'm a fan just like you guys are. As a fan, I've reached the point of no return. As a fan, I have reached the point where this year in 2022, in combination with the schedule that we have that is oh so soft according to everybody nationally, that in combination with us finally having the man under center that this town has craved. I know we haven't seen any games yet, but I'm of the belief that based on everything I just read off to you, based off of all the moves this team has made this offseason, it's time to put a winning product on the field here in Washington. This is a town and a franchise with so much history and tradition. A culture that is trying to be changed and overhauled by this coaching staff. They've got all the baked-in excuses in the world. We had to deal with COVID the first season. Last year, your starting quarterback goes down in week one. What is our excuse this year? The battle lines have been drawn. My line in the sand has been drawn. I've told you all where I stand on this group, and it won't change and it won't waver. We got 17 weeks of this. We got 17 weeks of trying to figure out what this group is. And I tell you what, it won't be long before we're all able to know and understand exactly what this group is going to be. It won't be long before we have a good grasp and a good gauge on exactly how good this team is going to be. Because if you listen to the folks nationally, hell, if you listen to the folks here locally, there is not a consensus about where the Washington Commanders are going to finish when 2022 is all said and done. Right now, we know this team should take a step forward offensively based on the upgrade that they made at the quarterback position. We all know that this team should take a step forward defensively, being that it's the third year in this system. We all know that come Sunday, 1 o'clock, bullets flying for real. Nobody gives a damn about the adversity that this group had to go through. Nobody gives a damn about the injuries that this team has had to go through. Nobody cares about the rebrand. All we want is a winner. And come Sunday, 1 o'clock, man, it's on. I don't know how else to put it. And I said it to kick off the show. I'm done playing the, oh, they might do this. Oh, they might do that. I'm going to wait and see mode from here on out. We got 17 weeks of ball to play. And that's the beauty. That is the beauty about the National Football League. It is a results-driven business. Numbers don't lie. People do. For me, man, come Sunday, 1 o'clock, we are going to know and get the first glimpse of what this team has the potential to be. And as we sit here five days out, I couldn't be more excited about the prospect of what this team could do. I couldn't be more excited about hushing and silencing all the critics. But I'll tell you what, I won't put my name out there again for them. They got to show me. I'm at the point right now where you got to show me. And like I said, Sunday, 1 o'clock, first test. Sunday, 1 o'clock, our first taste of what the 2022 regular season is going to be like. We're just getting started here on Burgundy and Gold today. The best commander's coverage in the DMV, 12-3. to 3. I'm taking you up to 3 o'clock before we dish the rock to Craig Hoffman. He's back 
in studio today. Everybody's here for week one. We got to take a quick time out when we come back. The folks on NFL Live had some strong comments about Washington quarterback Carson Wentz. And let's just say nationally, a lot of folks are in wait and see mode with their expectations for Wentz in his first year in D.C. We'll let you hear what they had to say next right here on the Team 980 and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Team 980 in the Odyssey app. Burgundy in gold today. Every day, weekdays, 12 to 3, right here on the Team 980 and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It'll be myself solo today, but tomorrow, the DOC, Rick Doc Walker, going to be with you 12 to 3. And then the rest of the week, it's me and Doc. We have to wait till next week to get the pleasant, dulcet tones of our friend Scotty Jackson. We're going to be giving you the best commander's coverage all season long, middays 12 to 3 here on the Team 980. Right now, though, we're talking all things Burgundy and Gold, of course, but we're starting with the most important position in town. I like to call it the most important man in town. It's damn sure the most talked about man in town, and that is commander's quarterback, Carson Wentz. If you tapped in with me for the opening soliloquy here of the show, you know I am on my soapbox when it comes to Carson Wentz. I'm tired of the lazy narrative that's been created nationally that basically has said Carson Wentz doesn't have it anymore. That's basically said Carson Wentz is the singular reason why the Indianapolis Colts failed to reach their goals a season ago as a team. I'm here to shut all of that down because I am a firm believer, especially at the quarterback position, a lot of the times – You can take the most talented individual in the world. You put him in a bad situation, and he'll fail. For me, I think that's really all that happened 
last year with Carson Wentz and the Indianapolis Colts. Never have I ever, never have I ever seen a owner go after a player the way we saw Jim Ursay go after Carson Wentz this offseason. It has been astounding. It has been mind-boggling to watch, I guess we can call it the rise and fall of Carson Wentz. Because if you rewind to September 6th, 2021, all the pundits nationally had the Indianapolis Colts as a sleeper Super Bowl team. Everybody thought inserting Carson Wentz into that franchise in combination with what they've got personnel-wise, it was a match made in heaven. Anybody who will listen to you will tell you. Anybody who talks ball will tell you it was a match made in heaven. But obviously we know things didn't end so well for Carson Wentz in Indianapolis. We obviously know the expectations weren't met of management in Indianapolis, and it led ultimately to Carson Wentz being available this offseason. And then, whoop, the Washington Commanders coming in swooping Carson Wentz. And now he's tasked with the daunting task of trying to get this team back in the postseason, of trying to get this team back in contention. We all know what happened in Ron Rivera's first year at the helm. This group exceeded expectations and found their way in the tournament. When I'm talking about the tournament, I'm talking about the NFL postseason. Right now, though, as we sit here five days out from the opener, I said it in the, in the opening monologue, there are really no more words for me. That There's really nothing left for me to say as far as what I think is going to happen with Washington or what I don't think is going to happen with Washington. The battle lines have been drawn. Stick, pick, pick your side and stay on it. Because as we sit here five days out from the opener, nothing else matters. We got live action. Sunday, 1 o'clock. The inaugural game of the Washington Commanders. But that doesn't mean the folks nationally haven't stopped talking about what they expect from Carson Wentz and the Commanders. Here is NFL Live's Damian Woody on Carson Wentz. You look at this Washington Commanders team, particularly on offense, there's a lot of talent. The offensive line is very underrated. They got a couple wide receivers, obviously, uh, Scary Terry and Jahan Watson, their first-round pick. But listen, at the end of the day, we're all going to go back to Carson Wentz. And, and, and it just seems like what a lot of people have been waiting on the Carson Wentz from 2017. Maybe this is – we have to get used to saying this is who Carson Wentz is. He's the average quarterback right now. Um, is that the expectation in Washington? Do they do they trade for an average quarterback? We will see. Does this team, this team, I think their ceiling could be the playoffs, but again, it all is predicated on Carson Winston. Can he elevate other guys around him on that offense? That's NFL Live's Damian Woody talking about what the expectations are for the Washington Commanders heading into 2022, and he hit the nail right on the head. He said what we all have been thinking about. He said what we all know. The success, most likely, of the Washington Commanders is going to fall on the right arm of Carson Wentz. The Washington Commanders in 2022 are going to go as far as Carson Wentz takes them. And that's why you acquired a guy like that to potentially get over the hump. And like I said, now that we sit here five days from the season opener, what are your expectations? 
for Carson Wentz as he gets ready for his first season here in Washington. Because we all know the way it could go. We could get the Carson Wentz from last year. The Carson Wentz that got run out of Indianapolis. 27 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. 54.7 QBR, good for ninth best in the National Football League. That guy got ran out of town. What's it going to take from Carson Wentz in 2022 to ensure that the Washington Commanders are his long-term home? And that's what I'm trying to get to the bottom of here today. It's a pretty much Carson Wentz-centric show here today. We're talking about the most important man in town right now here on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app. Top of the 1 o'clock hour, ESPN insider Sal Palantonio will join us. And he sat down with Carson Wentz this past week. And if you follow Carson Wentz in the National Football League closely, you know that Sal Palantonio was one of the biggest Carson Wentz backers there is. You know that Sal Pal has a soft spot, I would say, for Carson Wentz. He covered him in Indianapolis. He covered him with the Eagles. At 1 o'clock, we'll get to ask him, where is Carson Wentz at mentally as we sit five days away from the season opener? But you heard what Damian Woody had to say, and I agree with it wholeheartedly. Washington has the weapons offensively to ensure the success of Carson Wentz. It is going to hinge on whether or not Carson Wentz is the quarterback we all think he can be. And when I say we all, I'm speaking probably for myself only. Because I know a lot of people here in town, I know a lot of people nationally, for some reason, have written Carson Wentz off. For some reason, folks feel like Carson Wentz will never regain his 2017 form where he was the front runner for MVP before he tore his ACL. You all know the numbers, 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions, completing 60% of his passes, 3,300 yards passing before he went down, and ultimately was the driving force as to why the Philadelphia Eagles were one of the top seeds in the NFC before eventually winning the Super Bowl. But as we sit here five days out from the opener, we know what Washington has offensively. We know the cast of weapons. We've seen them in three preseason games. What are your expectations for Carson Wentz as he gets ready to kick off his first season here in Washington? What do you need to see? What's most important that you need to see from Carson Wentz? What can you not live without? What can you not live with when talking about Carson Wentz being the new QB1 here in Washington? Because like I mentioned, I'm, I'm done doing, I'm done doing the, the outside prognostications. I'm done doing the fantasy football talk. I want to see game film. I want to see real action. And I really, and I'll be honest with you, I can't go out on a limb and make a declaration about what Carson Wentz is or is not going to be based off of what I've seen from him this summer. I will say this. I will say this. And we all know this. He represents a significant upgrade at the quarterback position, one that Washington, you know, hasn't seen in years. I'll go out on a limb and say it. Outside of Kirk Cousins, Carson Wentz is by far the best quarterback this town has had in the 2000s. And that's not saying anything crazy. That's just calling a spade a spade. And I'm going to tell you how a T.I. is all the time. I have no cut cards for it. 
if he plays poor, I will tell you he's playing poor. If he plays well, I'll tell you he's playing well. But as we sit here five days out from the opener, obviously Carson Wentz has plenty to prove here in Washington. Obviously Carson Wentz has plenty to prove as the QB1 for the Commanders. There is a odor. There is a stench surrounding Carson Wentz's name, surrounding his ability to lead, surrounding his play as an NFL quarterback in this league. For a guy that has a 3-to-1 touchdown-to-interception ratio, there are people out there who feel like if Carson Wentz does not succeed this year in Washington, no matter what happens or no matter what the circumstances are, this will be his last opportunity and last chance to be a starting quarterback from day one for an NFL franchise. It's one of the toughest gigs in the world. There's only 32 of them. Carson Wentz right now is blessed to be in one of those 32 seats. I want to hit the phones hard here next segment. Team 980 Lister Lines wide open, 301-230-0980. You can tap it with me on Twitter and Instagram as well, N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Based on everything you've learned this offseason, based on all the noise surrounding Carson Wentz, the new weapons that he has. What are your expectations for Wentz as he gets ready to kick off his first season here in Washington? We'll take your calls. Plus, I'll tell you what I think next. Linnell Willingham here with you until 3 o'clock right here on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app. Let's begin now. Oh, yeah, DMV. It is game week here in our nation's capital. Welcome in Burgundy and Gold today here on the Team 980 and always streaming live nationally on the Odyssey at Linnell Willingham here with you until 3 o'clock. You won't get the full scoop of everybody yet this week. It'll be me solo today from 12 to 3. Then tomorrow, the DOC Rick Doc Walker's got you covered 12 to 3. Then Thursday and Friday, we'll get you ready for the Commander's season opener, myself and Rick Doc Walker with you from 12 to 3. And then next week, we're bringing out the big guns. One of the premier voices here in this town for plenty of years. My man Scott Jackson set to join the program. It'll be us three taking you through the Commander's season for all 17 weeks and then some. Giving you the latest on the Burgundy and Gold. The best Washington Commander's coverage in the DMV lives right here on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app, 12 to 3, the brand new Burgundy and Gold today. And I'm steamed up. I really am. Because not only will you get to hear the best coverage of the Burgundy and Gold, we'll also bring in some of our big, silly national friends. Like today, 1 o'clock, Sal Palantonio, longtime ESPN insider, set to join us. He'll give us the latest on what Carson Wentz is thinking. Sal had an exclusive sit-down with Wentz about a week ago. I believe it's set to air this Sunday on ESPN's NFL Countdown Show. We'll play you a snippet of Sal Powell's sit-down with Carson Wentz in the next segment. Right now, though, I want to hear from you guys. Team 980 listener lines wide open, 301-230-0980. Based off of everything we've learned about Carson Wentz, based on all the drama surrounding Carson Wentz, Based on the new weapons he's got here in town, what are your expectations for the new QB1 here in Washington as he gets ready to kick off his first season 
here in our nation's capital. I want to hear from you guys. Tap in with me. Team 980 listener lines wide open, 301-230-0980. Twitter and Instagram, you can hit me up there as well. N-E-L-L underscore BTP. I'll let you hear what Damian Woody had to say. Now I'm going to give you a little bit of what I have to say. Because it is very interesting, and I hit on it in the last segment. It is very interesting, the narrative that has followed Carson Wentz since his departure from the Indianapolis Colts. It is jarring to see a quarterback throw for 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions, have the ninth best QBR in football, get ran out of town. I've never seen anything like it. I never have. And we'll ask Sal Palantonio if he's ever seen anything about it at the top of the hour at 1 o'clock because, I mean, it's mystifying is the only word I can really come up with. It is jarring. It makes my jaw drop to see and hear the way people talk about Carson Wentz. It is one of the quickest falls from glory that we've ever seen. I gave you all some of the numbers. This is a young man with a 3-to-1 touchdown-to-interception ratio for his career. He's over 62% passing for his career. And I really want to dive into the numbers here when we're talking about Carson Wentz. Because a lot of the times... When we're talking about Carson Wentz, people want to talk about 2020, how he was ran out of Philadelphia. That was also another very interesting situation because he's coming off a season where he threw for 27 touchdowns and seven picks, completed 64% of his passes, threw for 4,000 yards. In fact, that 2019 season, he became the first quarterback in NFL history to throw for 4,000 yards without having a single wide receiver eclipse 500 yards. Do you know how crazy that is? Do you know how unheard of that is? To have a guy throw for 4,000 yards and not have one single receiver eclipse 500 yards. That tells me one of two things. One, the cast of weapons he had out at wide receiver weren't that good, which is really the the – Big talking point surrounding his 2019 season in Philadelphia. You guys remember it. Greg Ward and company cooking Josh Norman. You all remember it. The former quarterback converted wide receiver was one of Wentz's leading receivers for that season. Carson Wentz had to deal with that. Yet, in spite of that, he still goes out and throws for 4,000 yards, 27 touchdowns, 7 picks, completes 64% of his passes, That very next offseason, following that tremendous 2019 performance, and I'm going to call it tremendous. Call it what you want. I'm going to call it tremendous. Carson Wentz ends up going down in the playoff game against the Seattle Seahawks. And then that following offseason, a couple months later, in the second round of the NFL draft, Howie Roseman and company decide to draft a quarterback. That quarterback, obviously, is Jalen Hurts. So Carson Wentz was put in an extremely tough situation having to deal with the team that is supposed to believe in you, the team that is supposed to, without a shadow of a doubt, have your best interest in mind, a front office that you're trusting to go out and improve your roster, they go behind your back and draft a quarterback. That's exactly what it is. And like I said, I'm going to call it how a T.I. is every single day of the week and twice on Sundays. When you have a quarterback 
who gave you the performance that Wentz gave you in 19, and then you turn around and draft a quarterback the very next season, what type of message are you sending to your incumbent starter? I'll tell you what the message is. The message is, we don't really believe in you, Carson. We may have seen your best football already. That's what that signifies to me. And Carson Wentz, whether it's fair or not, had to go out and perform in 2020, that COVID-stricken year. He had to go out and prove himself. And I'll be honest, he struggled. He struggled mightily. 16 touchdowns, 15 picks, completes under 60% of his passes. It was abysmal what we saw from Carson Wentz in 2020. So the Philadelphia Eagles, as expected, decide to move on from Carson Wentz. They decided enough is enough. He goes tw- starts 12 games that year, goes 3-8-1 and one as a starter. And before you know it, it's Jalen Hurts' team. Before you know it, Howie Roseman, Doug Peterson, they hand the keys to the Ferrari over to their rookie quarterback, Jalen Hurts. A man who I just told you they probably shouldn't have drafted. If you're confident in what you have in Carson Wentz, we all know how it ends in Philadelphia. The Colts go out and make the trade for him last offseason. In the narrative surrounding Wentz, and I said it earlier, on September the 6th, 2021, the narrative surrounding Carson Wentz was, man, he just got you know dealt a, a bad deck of cards in Indianapolis. It was tough sledding. The relationship soured within the building. So he goes to Indianapolis, and you expect, and many pundits nationally expected, that he was going to lift the Indianapolis Colts to prominence. Many expected he was going to take the Indianapolis Colts to heights they haven't reached since Peyton Manning. They fought in Indianapolis. He was going to be the guy to get this team and take them back to the Super Bowl. We obviously know and found out that wasn't the case, but not because of Carson Wentz. And that's the narrative that I'm trying to nip in the bud. That is the narrative and storyline that I'm trying to shatter here. Carson Wentz should not be held responsible for the shortcomings of the Indianapolis Colts last year. Carson Wentz did his part. Because I'll tell you this. There are several teams throughout the National Football League who would have taken the production that Carson Wentz gave Indy last year. You all know the numbers. Throws for 3,600 yards, 27 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, completes 62% of his passes. Based on just the numbers, it's hard for me to believe that Carson Wentz was the singular reason as to why the Indianapolis Colts struggled last year. And I know people are going to get on me here when I'm talking about 27 touchdowns and 7 interceptions. I will throw in there. He fumbled the football eight times during that season last year. So the turnovers were clearly an issue. But there were games where Carson Wentz stepped up to the plate. There were games where Carson Wentz put the Indianapolis Colts on his back. We saw them perform well as a team in the biggest, brightest of moments. Remember that game against the the Buffalo Bills? Carson Wentz and company go out and put a beatdown on the Bills. Where was the praise for Carson Wentz then? Where was 
the negativity surrounding Wentz then? What about when Wentz goes on the road in a late December game that the Colts must have that Week 16 contest against Arizona, 18-28, 225 yards passing, two touchdowns, no picks. What about that? What about those performances? A lot of the times when we evaluate Carson Wentz, for some reason, all the positivity seeps out. We forget about it. It becomes a moot point. Everybody wants to blame Carson Wentz for their performance in the Week 18 game against Jacksonville. Carson Wentz wasn't on the defense, wasn't playing defense, and gave up 26 points to Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars. How can you blame Carson Wentz for that? So as we sit here, five days out from the opener, my outlook, my expectations for Carson Wentz, I hope, I hope that he writes his wrongs. I hope that he plays well enough that the narrative nationally changes. And I know as a player, they don't give a damn about what the national media says about him. They don't give a damn about what the local media says about him. But I know this. These are humans at the end of the day. And I know Carson Wentz feels a hell of a lot more comfortable in Washington than he did in Indianapolis because he is wanted here. Well, ask Sal Palantonio about just how wanted Carson Wentz feels here in Washington at the top of the hour. Got to take a quick time out when we come back. We'll continue to discuss Carson Wentz. I'll let you hear a portion of his sit-down last week with ESPN's Sal Palantonio. You definitely don't want to miss that. Keep it locked. Ride with me right here on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app. Team 980 in the Odyssey at Linnell Willingham here with you on Burgundy and Gold today. The new midday show here on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app. The best coverage of your Washington Commanders every day. 12 to 3 right here on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app. Solo today. Tomorrow it's solo Doc Walker. And then on Thursday and Friday it's me and the DOC tag team and getting you ready for the Commanders season opener This Sunday, five days from today. Can we do some math, Matthew Essig? It's 1248. Can you let me know how many? I need an hourly countdown at this point because I'm ready to go. Can you let me know how many hours there are until Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern time when the commanders take on the Jaguars? While he's doing that, I want to get you up to speed on what we've been talking about thus far. Carson Wentz, the topic of conversation, and lucky for us, We got radio royalty. We got NFL royalty. Sal Palantonio set to join us at the top of the hour. He sat down with Carson Wentz last week and got the opportunity to pick the brain of the new QB1 in Washington. Here's part of that sit-down. ESPN's Sal Palantonio with Carson Wentz. Nobody blocked the man. Strip sack. Balls out of Wentz. He's face down. Another takeaway for the Jaguars, and it's Wilson picking off Carson Wentz. That's where they needed just one win to get into the playoffs, and they fail on both accounts. What happened in Jacksonville? Is that something where you just discard it, bury it, make it go away? Yeah, we just didn't get it done. Uh, you know, it's one, um, you know, I feel like 
personally, I put it all out there. Um, as a team, we put it all out there last year, but timing wasn't ideal for, for that loss and that performance. But um, you learn from it and say, you know, I'm still confident in who I am. Uh, that's not going to define me. That's not going to define the season. That's not going to define anything. We had, a, we had a really good season, a really good team, had a lot of fun. Just didn't get it done when it mattered. Colts owner Jim Irsay called the trade for Carson Wentz a mistake. He said about the loss to Jacksonville, quote, your guy's got to pick you up and carry you through Jacksonville. He has to do it. Not an option. Has to. No excuses, no explanations. I'm not going to get into uh, a word battle or I'm not, I'm not going to let any of that stress me out and just say, oh, the, turn the page, turn the page. And um, I felt like I gave everything I had uh, to be the best I could be there in Indy. And for me, it's try not to dwell on it and just how can I get better tomorrow? How can I be better yeah. as a person, as a player, as a teammate, as a friend, as a husband, as a father? Learn from things that happened, good and bad, uh, in my past. The Indianapolis Colts have agreed to trade Carson Wentz to the Washington Commanders. Play with the flag, play with the topics, have some fun, let's dominate on three. One, two, three, dominate! Ron Rivera to Carson Wentz. What was his message to you, Carson, when you walked into this building? Right away, the first thing he said is just know you're wanted here. And I think for me... Uh, know you're wanted here. Yeah. How important was it for you to hear those words? Yeah, I mean, it, it was. You know, I think... Um, in this business, we all have to have our own sense of self-confidence and our sure. own self sense of self-esteem. Um, but it is nice to hear. It is nice to hear from your head coach, especially somebody who I've had the utmost respect for from afar for a while. We can do what we want and be what we want. It's up to us. Nobody dictates to us. Guys respect uh, who he is and, and how he carries himself. What do you like about this football team? It's exciting. It's an exciting young team. I've been coming in here probably the first time I walked in the locker room and was like, dang, I'm, I'm one of the old guys. So it's really cool dynamic in the locker room, make, cool makeup of the team. What season of life is Carson Wentz in? Yeah, um, it's been it's been a whirlwind, obviously, last couple of years. Uh, there's, there's no lying about that, but it's been fun at the same time. Adding a daughter two and a half years ago and then adding a second last year in season. For me, I'm, I'm husband, I'm dad, and then I play football. When I come home, my daughter's running to give me a hug. Whether I threw five touchdowns, five picks, it doesn't matter. And so I think that that gives me a new perspective and why I play this game and, and who I play it for. It's also the sweetest uh, kind of season of life to have a couple little kids and a wife and kind of on this adventure all together. Wow, moving. Gives me chills listening to that, man. We'll have Sal Palantonio on at the top of the hour, 1 o'clock. He's set to join us. We'll ask him more specifics about his sit-down with Carson Wentz. But just to react to that clip we just heard. Carson Wentz right now, to me, sounds like someone, and Sal put it perfectly, who is transitioning into a different season of his life. Carson Wentz has been in the National Football League for seven seasons now. He's seen the highs. He's seen the lows. And right now, as we sit here five days out from the opener, you've got to imagine Carson Wentz is chomping at the bit to go out there and do what he loves. We always talk about the pressure cooker that is the National Football League, and we talk about people's expectations for others and how important it is to have success to ensure that you're able to feed your family and whatnot. I mean, at the end of the day, if I'm Carson Wentz, I'm letting it all hang out in 2022. You've got nothing to lose. Nobody believes in you. Everybody's already written you off. Luckily for him, you get to make $28 million this year playing a child's game. You get to make $28 million this year doing what you love. And Carson Wentz hit on it. You're in a place now where finally you are wanted. 
And there is no better feeling. I know how it is. I played college football. I played high school football. There is no better feeling than playing for a coaching staff in an organization and a program that believes in you. And I think that's what Carson Wentz has here in Washington. And look, they put their cards on the table with how they feel about Carson Wentz based on the draft capital that they gave up to acquire him in combination with the salary that he's going to make this year. The Washington Commanders didn't have to agree to pay Carson Wentz the entirety of his $28 million salary. But the smart thing that Ron Rivera and company did, which everybody is slamming them for, is that is their way financially of telling Carson Wentz, this is where you're wanted. Because people aren't stupid. Carson Wentz understood the quarterback situation that existed here in Washington. But that $28 million that's guaranteed on his contract for this season, that was Washington putting their money where their mouth is. They've told you all offseason long, Carson Wentz is our guy. Carson Wentz is the guy we feel like is going to help us enter the next phase of this franchise. Carson Wentz is who we believe is going to be the quarterback to take us over the top. And everybody slammed this team all offseason for inheriting that big salary. But as we sit here five days out from the opener, and I'm thinking about everything that's transpired with Carson Wentz, I love the fact that they're doubling down and saying, hey, this is our guy. Because the last thing you want, especially, especially for a guy that has been through what Carson Wentz has been through, the last thing you want is him looking over his shoulder. The last thing you want is him second-guessing your loyalty to him. And right now, man, look, Sunday the bullets are live. Sunday we're going to find out what Carson Wentz is made of. And I know we want to use the two preseason games and training camp to make our assessment on what Carson Wentz is. But I'll say it like this. I don't want to see the young man fail, but we will not know what Carson Wentz is until the first time we see him throw an interception, until the first time we see him take a bad sack. The knock on Wentz has been he doesn't like to take accountability for the bad plays he makes. He can't have that mindset here in Washington or else this media circus that exists here in D.C. is going to eat him up. This fan base is going to eat him up. But luckily for Carson Wentz, the bar isn't set too high. You're coming off a season when you got 15, 16 starts to Taylor Heineke. He's got to be better than that. But for me right now, I'm trying to figure out the psyche of the new QB1 here in Washington, Carson Wentz. We get to be joined by NFL royalty coming up next. ESPN insider Sal Palantonio set to join the program. We'll ask about his sit-down with Commander's quarterback Carson Wentz. Plus, we'll get his thoughts on what's plagued Carson Wentz in his last two stops. And does he think Carson can turn it around this year in D.C. Don't move a muscle. ESPN's Sal Palantonio set to join us next right here on the Team 980 and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.